Hey, Parker. Yes? Do you love podcasts? Have you ever wanted to make a podcast? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then, then you can come learn tips and tricks from professionals and students with podcasts to learn how. By professionals, I mean us. Yes. Yes. Come to the Podcasting 101 panel on the 17th of April at 6 p.m. in Gaylord's Ethics and Excellence in Journalism Foundation Auditorium. Do which it. is room 1140. Okay. Come out, hang out with us, meet us, and ask us any questions that you have. Like, what's your favorite color? If you were fighting a rabid mongoose, what celebrity would you have join us? And more. Welcome to Next Play Sooner Edition, a student-produced podcast bringing you a closer look at the athletic programs on the campus of the University of Oklahoma. Alongside Kurt Watson, I'm Parker Thune, and now here's your host, Baylor Hurst. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Next Play Sooner Edition. I am your host, Baylor Hurst. I am joined by a few analysts today, the regulars, in Kurt Watson, Parker Thune, and Jake Hewlin. Kurt, how are you doing today? Well, I'm doing well, but probably not as well as Parker Thune. And with that, we go over to Parker Thune to get an update on how he's doing. I'm doing quite well. That is all. And then there was Jake. I am pumped. Football is back in the air, even if it's very shortly. Baylor, why is Jake even here? Because this Saturday is the spring game. See, that doesn't, that, talked, that didn't answer the question. in Oklahoma. We have talked in nauseum. Ad nauseum. At nauseum as Parker ad, lives. Ad, ad, ad nauseum. with a D. Ad, ad, ad nauseum. Yes. I've been misusing that phrase a lot lately. Yes, you have. Good because job. I thought it was AT nauseum. Learn something new every day. This Saturday, we have the spring game, and the rosters were released yesterday. Unlike former years, whenever the first team would face the first team and the second team would face the second team, this year... We had two separate teams picked out by assistant coaches. They are Team Adrian Peterson and Team Trent Williams. Mm. For more information on who's on what team, on what team, we go to Jake Hewlin. Yes, Peterson's team will be highlighted by Kyler Murray, okay. Monty Bledsoe, Marquise Brown, Parnell Motley, oh Marquise boy. Overton, Drew Samia, and let's not forget Austin Seibert. And what about Team Trent Williams? Williams' squad will feature Austin Kendall, Rodney Anderson, Bobby Evans, Caleb Kelly, C.D. Lamb, Trey Norwood, and Ben Powers. Just some highlights. I'm gonna hop well, over. To, heck, Trent. Hop over to Parker real quick. Parker, who do you think is taking this game? I mean, oh. shoot, Trent Williams' team got the short end of that stick. No joke. Caleb Kelly's not even playing due to off-season surgery on his shoulder, I believe. Is yes, that what it was? Yes, that is correct. And, I mean, obviously, you would rather have Kyler Murray under center than Austin Kendall. Look, everybody's trying to hype this up like it's going to be a competition. It's not a competition. Kyler Murray is far and away a better quarterback than Austin Kendall, and he will be under center, under center rather, come day one of the 2018 college football season. Yeah, I, you're reading off the players on Trent Williams' team, and I'm just like, okay, okay, okay. I don't know. Rodney Anderson mm-hmm. might run over Peterson's team. Okay, Rodney Anderson is the one guy that is he's, – he's the stud. He's the leader of, of the roster. pack. Let's not forget about C.D. Lamb, too. Got some tricks up his sleeve. Yeah, but he can't throw to himself. Marquise Brown is on a D's team, okay? Kyler Murray is going to be throwing them all day, and – once he gets into open field, nobody on that field or within a 100-mile circumference, radius, whatever, I don't even know, of Norman will be able to catch him. 
He's so good he's, that we have an event before fired. the game where we're giving a student a 10-yard head start, and they're definitely going to lose. Oh, oh, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Put me out there. Put me out there. I'll take down Marquise Brown. Yeah? I'll do really? it. Really? What do you win? What do you What do you win if you win? You, you get some Sooners goodies, like some kind of goodie bag, but— is this like legit? Like you have to beat Marquise Brown to get the goodie bag, or is this one of those lame competitions where uh, you lost, but you know what? We're generous, so we're gonna it's, give it's you the goodie bag anyway. Well, it's OU, so yeah, you never know. Read into that how you will. But talking about the different things going on, there's also going to be a field goal kickoff. Yeah. Riley's going to be, be really giving cool. out a year of tuition if you can make a forty-yard field goal. But that's okay. Oh, is it semester? Yeah, it might semester. be semester. All right. Anyway, so let's talk about I, football. I don't got the I don't got the leg for that field goal. I'll, I'll just go ahead and be upfront about it. Jake, who's gonna win? Well, I think Kyler Murray's definitely the X factor here, and Peterson's team's gonna get the dub. Just because of Kyler Murray. Just because of Kyler Murray. Yes. I mean, the quarterback is the most important position on the field, but Parker, who do you think is gonna win? I think I know who you think is gonna win because of what you said earlier. Yeah. You think you think Kyler Murray's team is gonna take it? The team Adrian Peterson. Yeah. Adrian Peterson will get the better end of the deal on Saturday in the spring game. I think he defeats Trent Williams' team quite handily. Okay, Kurt. Your uh, I think it'll be AD's team, one hundred percent. So it's unanimous that AD's team will win. We talked a little bit about Kyler Murray. I want to move into the next subject about Kyler Murray. I want to talk about if Kyler Mer- Kyler Murray will be able to fill the shoes of Baker Mayfield. Guys, question before we get into that. AD or AP? It's AD. I all heard, day. I, he runs yeah, I know, all day, I know why. every day. I know. It's, but I also heard AP, AP growing up some. It's I am AP. a true Sooner fan, and it is fan, AP. It's AP. I can't talk today, so. I've heard both. It's AP. Anyway, that is the question of the day. Continue. Kyler Murray. Actually, the question of the day is who is who is the superior, Steve, Steve Martin, or Steve Carell? Well, but at Baylor Travis. Hang on, on hang media. on. I have a different question for you, gentlemen. Does Texas suck? Yes. yes. Can you tell us why, Parker? Yes, I would love to present the Texas sucks fact of the day uh, while I can here. So your Texas sucks fact of the day of the week, as we'd like to of call the it day occasionally. Of the week, yes, indeed. Uh, Texas is the only remaining Division One school to operate separate men's and women's athletic departments. Those sexist tools. Interesting. I'm disgusted. As you should be. I'm not disgusted. Not only do they suck, they're immoral. This sexist. is deplorable, Parker. How could they? I'm not surprised. Because they're Texas, it's and they suck. Let's be clear. We like the state of Texas, the universities. I, I'm indifferent about the state of Texas. The state of Texas. Hey, I mean, hey, I hope the state of Texas. Hey, is don't shameless. hate on Texas too much, okay? They're three-time defending men's diving national champions. <laughs> oh, they're looking for the four-peat this year. <laughs> All right, bringing well, out the big guns there. Well, <laughs> well, I don't think we're looking for a four-peat in anything, but we're definitely looking for a three-peat in a few things. All right, let's get back to filling some shoes, though. Let's fill the shoes of Baker Mayfield with Kyler Murray. Parker. Oh, boy. I know you have an opinion about this. We were talking about it before the show. Let's hear your thoughts. This opinion may be unpopular, and I get it, because Baker Mayfield is graduating, heading to the NFL as probably Tread lightly, Parker. Be careful with your words here. Baker Mayfield. Speak freely. This is a safe place. No, it's not. Baker Mayfield is leaving OU as probably the greatest quarterback that has ever stepped on campus. 
arguably the best player that has ever stepped on campus. I don't know if I fully agree with that, but he's without question put himself squarely among the top five players ever to wear the crimson and cream. I think Kyler Murray is going to be even better. Parker, you ignorant slut. There's no way. Explain. No, there is a way. Okay, explain, explain it. There is a way. This is Tom Fuller. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. I want to hear this. Okay, I'm going to tell you. Because let's think about this. Baker Mayfield obviously defied the odds his entire career. Came into college as a walk-on at Texas Tech. Became the first player in FBS history to start the first game of his true freshman season as a walk-on at the quarterback position. Ended up transferring to Oklahoma and had a prolific three years there. Now you look at Kyler Murray, a guy that didn't lose a game in four years of high school football, put up video game numbers at Allen High. Now he's coming in to an Oklahoma system featuring weapons such as the likes of Rodney Anderson, CeeDee Lamb, Marquise Brown, Grant Calcaterra. He's going to put up big numbers this year. And when I say big numbers... I think he has potential to exceed the numbers that Baker Mayfield put up last year because Kyler Murray's, I think his ability to run the football is going to set him apart. Baker Mayfield was mobile, but he was not a dual threat. Kyler Murray is a legitimate dual threat. And with most dual threat quarterbacks, they're athletes, you know, they're guys that are basically wider. Jackson? No. I don't like that comparison at all, and I'll tell you why. Because Lamar Jackson is a wide receiver playing quarterback. Okay. He is the perfect example of a manipulated dual threat quarterback, a guy that was made into a quarterback because he was so athletic. Kyler Murray is a quarterback with immense athleticism. He is not a wide receiver with a decent arm. Do you think we have enough sample size to make a claim like that? No, absolutely. I'm obviously I'm going way out. You're just going on what you think could happen. Yes, I think with the statistics that he put up in high school, with the potential that he's shown, look, he's batting what 300 for the baseball team right now with seven or eight home runs. The guy might be the best athlete in all of college sports, the best male collegiate athlete. I'll say I said it last week. I'll say it again. Coming into the system where he has Rodney Anderson, C.D. Lamb, Marquise Brown, and so many other weapons in both the passing and the running game, and a solid offensive line. Trey Sermon. Rodney yeah, Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon. But Rodney Anderson is better. I agree. Heard. Rodney Anderson might be in the conversation for Heisman. I think Kyler Murray should be squarely within the Heisman picture as well. Really? Yes. I'm putting him on my preseason Heisman list. Okay. Uh, Jake? I have to agree with... Parker somewhat. We have the tools for Kyler Murray to thrive, but I feel like we're missing a lot of leadership in Kyler Murray. Baker, his ego is so big and he was he had so much to so much spirit within him to lead this team. And I think that Kyler does not have that and it's going to be a rough start to the season, I think. It's going to take some time to get used to. Kurt yeah, so Parker, I can I can see where you're coming from and witnessing firsthand his prowess in high school. Uh-huh. He's a very talented human uh-huh. and we've seen him play. Uh-huh. Uh, he was darn near flawless in the action that he got last year. It yes, wasn't trash time. Though. All of like four plays though. 
do I, I agree with Baylor. I don't think there's a big enough sample size here. Um, I think he has some excellent assets in Rodney Anderson. I didn't Trace say Horn, I thought that. I, I was just Marquise asking Brown. a question. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and state I mean, that. I don't think we have enough plays that we've seen him in to Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, we're speculating at this point. If, if we were sitting here and we had enough of a sample size to compare Kyler Murray to Baker Mayfield, then it's not really worth having this conversation. Yep. It's just putting one up against the other and kind of— I think Saturday is going to be very telling for us, one with leadership, Jake. I think you of course. nailed the, We're going to have to find out who's that. the leader of this team right now. Yeah, so I think Kyler definitely has the potential there, but he is coming out Does, behind a very dynamic leader in Baker Mayfield. I think he will fit right into Lincoln Riley's system. Riley did a great job last year molding the the playbook of uh, the Sooners um, according to Baker's strengths. I of think course. he'll do that the same way with Kyler. I think with the dual threat uh, system that um, Kyler will have the potential – I'm trying to figure out how to word this um, – I think since he's a dual-threat quarterback, that's going to open up a lot more room for trick plays um, and just throwing things at the teams that uh, they haven't seen before um, from the Oklahoma Sooners. I think we've consistently seen just a lot of um, energy, excitement, um, and just athleticism from this team. I think Kyler will do a great job in following up Baker's legacy. And generally, I would temper my excitement when it comes to guys that are unproven like this, but there's just so much that Kyler Murray brings to this offense immediately. Like I yeah. said, and I'll keep I'll keep coming back to it, he's not a manufactured dual-threat quarterback. He is a quarterback who is an incredible athlete. He's not a wide receiver trying to play the quarterback position. And I believe that since he's had experience for so long playing the quarterback position, the the, the best comparison, and I, I suppose Vick. I've said it before, Michael Vick, yeah. a guy that his arm is just as good as his running ability. Yeah. And, and I, I just wanted to ask you guys real quick, talking about leadership, does OU need Kyler Murray to be the leader of the team, or could someone else step up? Or do you think it's important that he, the quarterback, comes in and replaces uh, Baker as the leader of the team. Is it necessary? I don't know. I think that's how it will be and how it should be. Um, Rodney Anderson would definitely be potential. He's had um, a little more time uh, around the system than Kyler will have. Um, and he's started, obviously, which is different than Kyler. So I think either one of those players could fit into that role. But, um, you know, I think it makes sense for the quarterback, the leader on the field, to be the leader of the team on and off the course. You know, this is this is a young team. I don't necessarily see this team as a squad that necessarily needs a leader like Baker Mayfield. I think, you know, they're young, I they're scrappy. they need a leader like Lincoln Riley. Absolutely. But in my opinion, they're going to go out there and play for each other. I don't think they need one guy to kind of fire them up and spur them on. And if basketball season is any indication of how not to do that, I think that's mm-hmm. that's the way it shouldn't be done. And the difference being there's talent on all sides of the field for uh, the Sooner football team. Talent and also maturity. Yeah. Um, the one thing that is lacking that I hope this recruiting class will bring back is defense. I think we got a pretty good look from Trey Norwood, Robert Barnes um, last year, but overall. Bookie, with the, Bookie is definitely going to be a instant yeah. impact on this with, defense. With the exception of those two uh, and Oboe, the defense was in poor shape. And I'll be very curious to see how long Mike Stoops stays around. Hashtag fire Mike. All right, guys. Speaking of stepping into some big shoes, 
Pacific just, I, I mean, Miles Reynolds just came over from Pacific College. He's going to be replacing Trey at the point guard position. Well, we assume that he is. Uh, so quite a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a, so there's a lot of word about OU basketball. There's a lot of thought process about where we're going to be. I just want to get a general feel. We won't spend too long on this about how you feel the basketball team is going to operate next season. I think having this uh, Miles Reynolds in as a grad transfer, having a senior who's had playing time before, averaged four, 13 points a game last season with Pacific, and was shooting a whopping 37.7% from three, which was 1.7% better than Trey Young. Yeah. Um, I think he'll be a nice two-way guard that will be a great addition to the Sooners' offense. I mean, we're looking at practically an entirely new team in the Sooner basketball It's going to be a big rebuild year. With the departure of Kadeem, who is graduating, um, Cameron McGusty, who transferred, Trey, who's obviously going to the NBA. Jordan Shepard. Jordan Shepard. Is Jamani staying around? Jamani is staying around for a senior season. So he'll be around still. Um, I think this season could go either way. I don't see them having as much success um, rather success towards the front end of the season as they did this year um, because they don't have a superstar like Trey Young. But, um, you know, I think if Brady Manick comes out of his shell a little bit, starts uh, starts hitting the shots they needs to, to make, um, and any transfers that we're getting, I know we have a strong recruiting class. Um, I think the Sooners Coming have potential. Year. Yeah. Yes. I think the Sooners definitely have potential. Um I can also see this being a little bit of a rebuilding season, though, as it, you know, it should be. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how they handle not having as much star power. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how Miles Reynolds, uh, what dimension he adds to this Sooner team. You know, coming from University of the Pacific, obviously a mid-major school, not super well known. Probably best known for being the alma mater of Michael Alawakandi, who was a center in the NBA for many years. This is. You know, he, he was playing in a solid D1 program, but he probably, I would guess he played maybe three or four Power 5 schools yeah, this in is the, the entirety of his Yeah, exactly. Power five. It's, it's a step up, but he's proven himself to be competent at that level. He'll need to take another step forward if he wants to make an impact with the Sooners. But it's going to be all hands on deck for this Sooner team in the 2018-2019 season. There's nobody on that team that is the clear-cut top scorer right now. You're looking at Brady Manick, who was decent last year. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot more of Jamani McNeese down low. But we'll have to see what the guard situation is because generally guard is the most important position on the floor in a game right now, a college basketball game that's dominated by the three-point shot and the ability to distribute from the perimeter. All right, so our softball team has really only lost two games. They're destroying, they're tearing it up. We're not going to talk about them because I think we all know what situation they're in. But OU baseball has been pretty surprising this season. Parker, you want to break it down a little bit? Yeah, I mean, this, this is a team that's now won nine of their past 11. They started off a very mediocre six and six. And, it, you know, we kind of expected at that point it's just going to be another ho-hum year for OU baseball. Yet here they are, 23 and 11 as of today, April 10th. Only and one loss in the Big 12. Exactly. They're beating quality programs, including they took three of four from a TCU program that's been to the College World Series four years in a row. Who were 19th ranked at the time. And, I mean, we're starting to get into, like, some top 25 competition with um, 
both Arkansas, ORU, and Texas up on this. And we talked about Kyler Murray earlier. I mean, did y'all see his performance this weekend? Two home runs on Saturday. It's ridiculous. The fact that a man that's 5 feet 11 can just have that much raw power at the plate. I mean, talk about dual threat. Forget football being able to run and pass. (laughs) He's a triple threat. Yeah, football and baseball. I think he's going to be leading the Sooners in multiple avenues throughout the next year. Not only that, Steel, Steel Walker also hitting the ball very well. Ryan Mendenhall has obviously cooled off, but is still hitting the ball consistently. Jake Irvin has emerged as the ace of the staff. And as I've said before, it's just a matter of getting that pitching staff consistent getting contributions from everybody, making sure that the gap between Irvin and the rest of the staff isn't as large as it was at the beginning of the season. Shout out Skip Johnson for just slaying the the team this year. We I mean, really whipped them into shape. We really hit our stride, and I'm really looking forward to the rest of the season. Got to love the two-way contribution from Cade Cavalli, too, who's doing it both as a hitter and a pitcher. How far do you see them going, Parker? I'm not willing to put them in the College World Series at this point. However, I do believe they're a shoe-in for regionals, and I would go so far as to say they make it to super regionals. Okay. That seems like a great place to stop for today. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Thank you so much for supporting us. You can head on over to uh, patreon.com slash nextplay. Chuck in a buck. If If it would fall out of your wallet and you wouldn't notice, go ahead and drop it our way. Helps us keep the lights on. Again, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Make sure you tune in on the next day of the week for this for the Texas Sucks Fact of the Day and for next play, Sooner Edition. And Boomer Sooner. Hey, it's the grand season finale of Next Play coming to you in a... Is it two weeks? Something like that. Approximately two weeks whenever we hit episode 50. We'll be wrapping up this season of Next Play. It's going to be wild. We're going to have games. We're going to have prizes we're gonna have juice boxes we're gonna have juice boxes amazing we will have limon sparkling lemonade no we won't yes we will can we have hubert's lemonade no make sure that you tune in in approximately two weeks for the next play season finale of the final when did you become of the season of of next play make sure that you tune in it's episode 50 it's gonna be real good we'll have baylor's mic muted the whole time you'll love it That sounds amazing.